Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No! Somebody, me, Lee Gerstman, why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! All right, welcome to another edition of Truth or Dare. Today we have our first, con wait, this is the rock and roll, this is a rock and roll podcast. Freeform rock podcast, not a game show. Hey Lee, what's up? Um... I'm not sure. I, I, I guess my temperature. Do you want to do a truth or dare? Oh, I'm confused. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, 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 the truth is that I I dare myself to be weird, and then I dare myself to be normal, and then I freak out because I don't know which one I am. Uh, you're I Am. That's your name. I Am Lee. Hey, that's cool. Thank you. I, I Am Lee. <laughs> that that's actually a good um uh, name for for my because you know there's like Ian Lloyd from mm -hmm. stories. It's I am Lee from Weirdness. If there was a group called Weirdness, I would be the the lead guy in it, and my name would be I am Lee. Hey, I found your doppelganger. Oh. I'm kind of a little bit. Well, it's a character the actor. It's a character the the actor plays in a, <laughs> a show called Mythic Quest. It's he's a writer for the video game, and mm. it's F. Murray Abraham. He looks. His, he has. His, oh shit! I know exactly who you mean. Oh god! <laughs> you look just like him with his his hair is all crazy and shit. Shit. He sounds the way like the way you talk, and he's he's a drunk on there too. He's always drinking. <laughs> I might look for it just because I want to see someone who will make me seem a little less strange. Well, he was a, they even showed his backstory. He was a serious sci-fi writer, you know, and nobody could understand his sci-fi. And he gives his he gives uh, he gives his book to. Um, to this really good sci-fi writer and the guy sends it back says this is really good but make changes and on the whole book it had notes and underlines and, and everything was highlighted to change <laughs> it's, oh, it says this is your book do what you want it so he released it and won a Saturn award but it wasn't really his book that reminds me of the um, movie Breakfast of Champions uh -huh. the, the, the Kurt Vonnegut novel that got done in a movie and Bruce Willis played the lead guy and nobody would think that Bruce Willis could do that role but he did it but there was a guy um, I, I forget his name but it was this weird writer who lived underneath like in some kind of old abandoned building dusty and he had tons of like dogs and cats and birds and turtles and all sorts of weird animals around him and he was like he got this Nobel Prize uh, 
envelope to go there, and he says, fuck this shit, I don't want to go to no fucking Oprah Price one. You know what? Fuck it. I, I I might as well go. Come on, gang. <coughs> he gets his all all of his animals there, and he goes in his car that's like driving about twenty miles an hour, that's sputtering and smoking and popping everything. He just fuck those assholes. If they want me there, I'm fucking going. <laughs> fuck them. I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna show them who I am. Fuck those assholes. And and, and I I fell asleep. So I didn't see how it ended, but but I thought that that was cool. The 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 guy who um um played it, um I know who he is, but I I I I, I don't remember his name right now. But he was in Two for the Road with um oh Albert Finney. Yeah, oh I like Albert and, Finney. And and, and and he was in Two for the Road with Audrey Hepburn. That's a great film. Mm. I love it. Nice. I need to see that. I, I don't know. My, I, that, I wonder if my wife's seen she, it. She, um, um, uh, um, Audrey Hepburn, she's fantastic on it. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a picture of F. Murray Abraham as that character and a picture of you with your wild hair. I'm gonna put it yeah. next together and I'm gonna go separate it at birth. <laughs> hey, please, I'd love that. <laughs> oh, like, but his character yeah. is like he's like you know how you you talk about women having her shirts tucked in. Yeah, yeah. And, and you seem creepy to some people. Well, he seems creepy to people the way he talks in the show, too. So. Well, hey, he's my type of guy. Yeah, he's a huge drunk, too. Hey, he might be even huger than me. That would give me a little bit of credibility. You know, I've been, I've been, uh, you might get mad at this. I, I, I've had a toothache for the last three days. Uh And, uh, I've been swishing salt water and and water, and then I put I used the vodka, and I spit the vodka out, but it it makes the pain go away. <laughs> huh. I've been spitting out vodka. Sometimes I swallowed it though. I'm not gonna waste it this time. <laughs> you know what? If it comes to a tooth pain, if you gotta do what you gotta do, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I'm gonna you go know? see. I'm gonna go see the dentist today. I don't think it's a wisdom tooth because. It's funny, like this morning I drank some coffee and it hurt, it throbbed, right? And then I drank some cold water and it throbbed, and then right after that I was drinking coffee and cold water and nothing. It comes and goes, it's like a weird fucking pain. It's like, I could get rid of I it would, for hours. I would have to say that, um, in general, if someone has a pain that is ongoing for like more than a month like if it's a few months like when I had my bad stomach pain I um, and then and then finally I had the situation fixed you might have a situation that if you go to the dentist it it could be fixed. Yeah, that's what I want. I want it fixed. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's it's like 
I thought it was my uh, my freaking sleep apnea mass that was causing it, you know, because it goes on, your, it hurt the gums. Yeah. But then I put my finger all the way. It's the back tooth. It's a little loose. So and then wow. I pre I press on it and I'll get pain. So that's it's the back tooth. Yeah. So maybe of the course, of course, when you say sleep apnea, I'm actually kind of concerned because, um, like for me, well, I don't have sleep apnea. Sometimes I have a problem as far as no sleep, but <laughs> I mean it's not apnea. But I mean the 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 thing is. Um, um, that's 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 serious. So if if you were able to get info on how to relieve that, I think that would be definitely good because as we all get older, um, we all have um, issues, you know. <coughs> and and I and I want people to be able to, you know. Um, not have those health issues. Yeah, uh, well, I got tested because uh, my wife said I was snoring a lot, and I nobody else told oh. me I snored before. I've had two wives before that, and they never complained about me snoring. So I went and got checked, and I had a mm. sleep study. They give you the machine, you take it home, they take the dot, the data, and they said, "Yeah, you have sleep apnea," because um, wow. And now my machine is connected to an app, so it tells me how I slept. It says eight hours, I had one, 2.5 events a night, which is good, that's normal. That means you wake oh. up, you, you stop breathing a little bit in the middle of the night. I was having over 12 events a night before that. So I stopped oh. breathing 12 times during my sleep. Um. So anything above five events is bad. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, I, I am no idea from personal experience yeah you should maybe about that do you snore do you know if you snore um well when i was with someone um i had heard that i did snore when we were together and sleeping together but now i'm on my own so i don't know but but um but i mean from what I understand, I would think that sleep apnea would be that someone could not breathe without actual help. No, sleep apnea, you could you just don't get REM sleep. You're not getting any REM sleep. You keep, oh. st you stop breathing here and there during your sleep. So like you go to sleep and then about 30 minutes later, you're, you're gasping for air, but you don't notice it. But your body, your your thing closes up on you. But 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 if but people are still alive. Yeah, they're still alive, they, but, but people then have. That means that they have some air come in. Well, they people have to. people have died from it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. That's that's the thing that that I'm saying is that it's not good if people have died from it. Yeah, people so, have died from so, sleep apnea and didn't know it. You know, it's like they didn't know they had. It says eighty. Yeah. It says seventy percent of people in America have sleep apnea, but they don't know it. You know, it's a high. Oh. It's a high statistic, and it doesn't matter. You could be fat, you could be skinny, and still have it. You know. I'm thinking that um, it's possible that I have it, but I sleep so little now. I sleep like. 
like maybe two minutes um a year i'm kidding <laughs> but 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 yeah yeah you know but i i i you know wow that's all i have to say <laughs> I, I i may or may not have sleep apnea i'm just saying hey we're not just the rock and roll podcast we give you the sleep apnea podcast because <laughs> if you have trouble sleeping just listen to our episodes and our episodes will keep you awake at night <laughs> yeah we're so exciting you can't go to sleep <laughs> we're so boring that it just irritates the fuck out of you fucking lee shut up mark what the fuck <laughs> all right well let's get into this album that i picked this week Oh, uh, goody. Goody, goody gumdrops. Uh, I picked uh, Jack Blades from 2002, Rock and Roll Ride. And you'll be happy, Lee. There is no Wikipedia oh, really? page on this. And I don't know who's... I know one guy who was on it, but I wanted to know who played guitar. I want to know who did that because I like it. But I don't know. Oh. How, we'll get into what you think. But one of the... He has a songwriter on here you might like uh, that he co-wrote some songs with. Uh, Jim Petrick. Uh, um, well, um, we'll get into what I think. And Robin Zander from, uh, wrote a song with him and his son, Colin Blades wrote a song with him. So, uh, well, there's, well, um, without getting more into it, one of them, I do agree, did a good job. Oh, well, I have the CD, because I could have looked it up, but my CDs are still out of alphabetical order from two years ago that I moved and didn't put them back yet, so it's kind of hard to find shit. Uh, same thing with my movies. i got to look for a while. <laughs> so, uh, let's get into this record, shall we? We get into the first track, Back in the Game, that you picked. So here's Back in the Game by Jack Blades on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was back in the game. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? It's a decent tune. The production is a little too clean for me, but the music is good. It's neither too heavy nor too soft. It's the right balance of good rocking music. It's good. I love it. The opening riff and Jack's voice has always been ear candy to me. For some reason, he makes me happy when I hear him. This song is simple, but it's fucking fun. This ain't no Pink Floyd, but it's good time fucking rock and roll. You know? Okay. And then we get to the title track. I guess we're going to hear Lee go off on this record. I'm sad. Uh, I might not be going off on it. I might be going off more on you, but we'll see. <laughs> then we get to the title track, Rock and Roll Ride. What'd you think of this one? This is okay. It's barbecue and beer music for people who grew up listening to normal music and don't understand experimental jazz because it sounds too alien to them as if they're hearing music from Mars. This is hard rock for housewives and lawyers, but it is done well. It's enjoyable, but for me it's more like background music to hear while cleaning. Oh, wow. That is insane. <laughs> I'm just joking, man. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up the lyrics of this song, so I'm trying to... <laughs> oh, boy. I, 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 I know you'll be, be doing that, because you're Mr. Normal. You Mr. want to be Mr. Mr. Lyrics. Mr. Dull. Mr. We should rename our podcast The Music Geek and Mr. Dull. Mr. Dull. The music cake and mixer, Mr. Doll. Yeah, that's funny. That or, no, Mr. Or, or like the music weirdo and Mr. Normal. <laughs> oh, God. How about that? Because you're Mr. Normal. Oh God, I can't even find the damn lyrics. This is pissing me off. Thank you, thank you. But I, I remember some lyrics. Oh please. I just like it when he says, it's a never-quit addiction, you know, right okay, down in my okay. soul. Okay, okay, thank you. That's that's good enough. I just love the phrasings he uses in this song. I love his lyrics. His lyrics are always so fucking fun. I love this song. Fucking rock and roll starts off with a, with a cool bass line and comes in the riff. And this song pumps. Turn this bitch up. And drive with your windows open. Have some fun and rock the fuck out, man. This is a fun fucking song, man. Yeah, man. you're 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 Mister you're you're Mister. Uh, oh boy, Mister Yuppie Poop. I'm Mister Poopy Pants, right? From Naked. No, Gun. no, you you you're Mister. You're, you're just you you. You're too normal for me. Why why the fuck do I do this with you, man? I'm I'm the weirdo. You're too normal. Well, I do your albums that are weird. Shit. Well, <laughs> we're not talking about that now. I'm talking about you're your normal and I'm weird. Do you want me to hit you with some truth here, Lee? No. Well, I'm going to. Uh, this album is obscure. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's my obscure album. 
from not an obscure artist. It's weird, isn't it? Because everybody knows him in Night Ranger. Nobody knows his solo shit. Would you believe that I I agree with you? And you're... I don't want you to have to counteract me. I want to be the one to tell you shit. (laughs) Alright, well, let's get to the next song. And uh, I had to pick this song because it's an emotional song for me for some reason. Uh, It's Hardest word to say so here's oh my word here's hardest word to say on the freeform rock podcast
That was hardest word to say. Why don't you like that song, Lee? There must be some guy who's written about 10,000 songs that sound almost exactly like this. And all the annoying ballads that groups do are because the groups bought a song from him. And Jack Blades must have bought this song. I prefer Julio Iglesias' version of Never Gonna Give You Up over this. But that's not a song I'll r run out and buy either. This song is a waste of my time. Ah, uh, well, you know what? I know this song. Let me see. This is a killer ballad. I posted this song on Facebook and said, I know this song is about a dying relationship between a man and a woman, right? But it gets me, it gets me thinking about the people I have lost in my life, like my mom. It makes me think of her that I've okay. that I never got to say goodbye to her because she passed away so suddenly and I fucking miss her so much and this song makes me think of her great song and gets me all emotional every time I hear this dude I always even talking about it, it gets me tears to my eyes because I think of my mom I think of my grandpa I think of my grandma because it's okay. like I never got look I never got to he says the hardest thing to word to say is goodbye in this song but the thing is at least he's gonna get to say goodbye I didn't get to say goodbye to my mom. I didn't get to say goodbye you. to my grandpa. I didn't get to say goodbye to my grandma. So I know that that isn't what the song is about, but it makes me think about the people I love. You know. Well, so. that's that's cool. So I, 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 I'll take back if I insulted you. I won't take back if I insulted the song. No. But I, I will take back the fact that that you know because hey man, if it helps you more power to you and just the way the acoustics go on the song and the way he sings it jack blades has yeah. so much soul in his voice he's a very underrated songwriter um... bassist and sing and vocalist i'd love it when him and tommy shaw get together it's like amazing two of my favorite um... vocalists getting together and writing songs it's so awesome i i um <laughs> you I, like I, tommy I, shaw I, yeah i I, I, you fucker. I, I do kind of like that Tommy Shaw and Jack Blades album. I'm, I'm going to say, without getting any spoilers, I, I do have opinions on the songs on this album. All right. And then we get to the next song, which is uh, Anything For You. What do you think of this one? When I call my bank to find out if something's wrong with my account, and they put me on hold. This is the type of music I expect to hear in the background. This is still the beer and barbecue party, but now they're serving barbecue carrots, and the beer doesn't have any alcohol in it. This is a good song for people who go to family reunions and pretend to be cool because they say they like this song, but only the aunts and uncles who don't know anything about rock music will believe them. I'd rather hear windshield wipers in the rain before hearing this again. Oh, uh, this is one of uh, I like this song. It, it's co oh, it's co boy. it's co-written by uh, Robin Zander of Cheap Trick. Oh, uh, it doesn't make any difference to me. In fact, it makes me disrespect Robin Zander more for it. And this is such a Tom Petty style song here. Oh, it makes me disrespect him too more for it. I like it. 
blade style rules. Love the harmonies and the chorus with Robin Zander is amazing. Oh God, two of my favorite, shit. two huh. of my two of my favorite vocalists harmonizing together. Great song. Was e I already said it was even co-wrote with uh, Robin, so I really liked it a lot. I like oh, uh, the way they you. sing together. I would like to see. I would like to see Robin Zander, Tommy Shaw, and Jack Blades make a fucking album together. I think that would be amazing. If all three of them got together and wrote. You know. I would like to write the songs for them. I do better than them. You do write great songs, Lee. Hey, man, I know how to write. If 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 they really want me to write some good songs, I can do some good fucking songs that are a little better than what I usually do. I do what I do because it's like rabbit turds that people can eat. But most of my songs, if I really want to do good songs, I can. I, w I would like you to write a sequel to Bugs on Cheese called Poop on Cheese. <laughs> I'd do it for you. <laughs> Poop on my cheese, you know. <laughs> I'd do it for you. All right. Only. Thank you. And that, that was it. Oh, and the song was anything for you. Oh, Lee. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, it man. It would be better than that song. And then we get to track number five, which is Love Life. What do you think of this song? The beat and arrangement are heavier than the last two songs, but this is a tame ballad type of tune that's pretending to be heavy, but it doesn't fool me I'm thinking this sound isn't going to get any better you know for a man who loves positivity these songs are positive they're rocking they're positive this is you gotta um, love life man why why don't you love life Lee do why do you hate you, life do <laughs> you not understand that the music is like like really really like like a clown that goes don't you want to eat your little muffin today and you want to fucking slap him <laughs> kind of like that oh fuck there's a song fucking slapping muffin you, eater you don't, <laughs> slap hey, the slap the muffin eater good, that's a good title for an album i should do that slapping the Would muffin eater mind? Well, would you mind if I give you credit? Yeah, that's fine. Give me credit. Yeah, yeah, slapping muffin eater because <laughs> this this shit is like, it's like. Have you ever heard? Well, never mind. I don't want to want to mention that shitty song over again. But have you ever heard songs that musically they just sound so much like someone's mouth is so smiling so wide. That they're going to go up to the moon and it irritated you? Yeah. Yeah. That's how this... Most of these songs are for me. Damn. But it's an obscure album, Lee. <laughs> yeah, but, but... Yeah, but I... Yeah. Oh, man. Jack Blades... You, you get a few... You get a few tweets. I don't hate everything here. Uh, Jack Blades lovers, you could find Lee on Facebook if you want to give him your comments about oh, this review. Oh God! <laughs> Just joking, man. Love life. Yeah, this I is, hope so. This is what I think about the song. Love the guitar to start the song, and the rhythm of the song is so infectious, makes me want to dance. Joking. Positive as fuck song. Love it. 
Fucking, it's a positive song. I fucking love it. I, you know oh, what, Lee? I think, I think if you had a girlfriend, your aspect on life would change. If I had one who um, tucked in her shirts, you know. Well, um, if 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 if, if I had someone new. And, and then she insisted that we listen to the song. My, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But the song says you gotta love love life with you by my side. I feel so alive. Love life. You know, you would feel so alive if you had the tucked in shirt girl with you, you know? Well, I of course. But I mean, the, the, the whole point is that... That... Oh, shit. Shit. Let's move on to the next song. That yeah, you thank you, because I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah. All right, this next song is West Hollywood, and Lee picked it. So here we go, West Hollywood on Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was West Hollywood. Why did you pick that track, Lee? So far, this is the best song on the album. I didn't like the introduction, but then it became a good song and the most original thing on the album yet. So he's been able to do at least one good song. Oh uh, yeah, and this was written with his son, Colin Blades, who has an album out there yeah. he produced. Yeah, I that's, the, that's, that's the one guy who I thought was a good collaborator with him. Well, his son, actually, I have his first album. It's more acoustical stuff like this, so kind of makes sense. He did this with his son. Um, I might like the Colin Blades album more than this. I could send you it. That might be I don't, cool. I don't, I don't know if he has one album. I got his debut album. I don't have anything else by him because I didn't hear any more by him. I might be able to find it. That Colin Blades album is freaking obscure, too. So, um, hey, and I, I would think so. Well, West Hollywood, love the acoustic feel of the song, love the harmonies, a sing-along chorus, it's fucking infectious. I love it, man. I love it when, when, Jack, I don't really like acoustic albums, per se, except Tesla, or, yeah, or Night Ranger, yeah. Night Ranger did a cool acoustic album, which I liked, yeah, or, yeah. um, or GNR, you know, yeah, yeah, but, you don't like Lies? I don't like acoustic lines. Oh, okay, but uh, except I, for Kiss, I hate it when when they take songs and turn them into acoustic songs. But the song was written acoustical. I hated it when Foo Fighters did Everlong acoustic, and that's all I heard off K Rock for years was the acoustic version. When the fucking real version has some fucking killer riffs on there, I want to hear it rock. <laughs> you know, it's like fucking yeah. stop it. But I do love Trucking by Tesla Acoustic. <laughs> oh, God, that's a fucking... That, that isn't even the whole song. That's just them goofing around after they do Coming At You Live. It was so cool, they're not though. Even doing the, they're not even doing the whole song, and they're doing it kind of stupid. All so right. why... So, so you like stupid shit. Hey, I don't like Bon Jovi when they made an acoustic album, either, when they took all their songs okay. in acoustic. So, Thank you. I'm not I, I apologize to you for everything that I said in this review. I just you think... have good opinions, and as long as you shut your fucking mouth and don't say anything bad, I'm with you on this. But I did like Kiss Unplugged. I liked cool. Alice in Chains Unplugged. Um, all right, I kind of will be okay with that. And I like Nirvana Unplugged. I think that's around. Um, that I, I'm, I'm also kind of okay with you saying that too. All right, there's. I liked a lot of stuff that was on the MTV Unplugged. I actually have um, one that I, I liked. I, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to mention what it is, but I did like one Unplugged uh, <laughs> album by by a group. Brian Davis got me into a Aerosmith Unplugged album, which was really cool too. So, um, um, all right, well, um, I'll say that I kind of like the Poison album unplugged. Oh, boy, cool, I like Poison. Uh, oh, you didn't have to say it so loud, I told you in a whisper. All right, and then we get to the next song, Born for This. What'd you think of this one? Which was co written by Jim Petrick. Um, yet another example of an original, no, of an unoriginal type of tune that disguises itself as heavy I guess he was born for doing this type of music 
because so far he's done a lot of it. This is boring. I think you need to listen to Jack Blades' self-titled uh, solo album. I, I, I should. Tommy Shaw's on that with him, on singing background like a lot on that one, and so is uh, Kelly Keegy from Night Ranger, plays drums. On I the like box. Jim Pederick. There's a Jim Pederick album that I really like. This song has nothing to do with. That. I don't like that one band he's in though. Uh, fucking. What you mean it? you mean like the um, the the one with with the um, um horns, the, that does the the thing called vehicle. Like the Ides of March? Yeah, I don't like Ides of March. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like that shit. Um, yeah. I'd rather hear uh, uh, Ides of March by Myron Maiden. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, uh, I, I can't disagree there. But Born for This... Oh, man. Where am I at? Born for This is track number seven. Uh, killer song. Love how Jack writes. A sad song. <laughs> But with a positive message, because he talks about a kid who's going to be a, a basketball star. I know star. you're going to talk about these fucking words, okay? It's, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not going to read the lyrics, but I like how he talks about a kid get shot, you know. Playing yeah, I know you're going to talk about it, but anyway, go on. He was a basketball, going to be a basketball star, got a, and then he fucking, he loses his, yeah, can't yeah, walk yeah. anymore, but the kid yeah, is positive yeah, about his yeah, life, and he was born to do something else then, and the triumph. Of the human spirit, such a great song to raise your spirits. I fucking cool. Don't you cool, like that? You like positivity and sending out uh, good and sending out good vibes. Understand that there's a. I'm not gonna be the asshole to say that that's not a good message, but I'm just gonna say that musically it didn't really work. I liked it musically, but you're the musical genius. I'm I'm just the peon, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm simple. I'm simple. I, I'm I, I'm Forrest Gump to your fucking uh, uh, fucking what's that guy's name? Forrest Gump to fucking Al Pacino. To Rain Man. Oh, you're Rain Man. I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> so you I get guess. so you get your uh, you get your underwear at Kmart. Yeah, yeah. Kmart. So in other words, is your brother um, Charlie Babbitt? Yeah, yeah. Charlie I'm, Babbitt. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Charlie Babbitt. I'm the rained on man, and you're. <laughs> You're the, um, comfort chicken, whatever the fuck, I don't know what. And why the are. fuck didn't Tom Cruise win the Academy Award for fucking Born on the Fourth of July? I'll fucking never know. You fuck. know what? I actually thought that Tom Cruise was a better actor on Rain Man than Dustin Hoffman. He was. It was. It's easy going. Man, you 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 agree with me? Hey, you know what? I want to apologize for you. <laughs> I think that this song, um, what was it that we were calling? Born for this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a wonderful song. I agree with everything that you say. Uh, please, hey, man. Thank you. Please Everything's cool. Please don't be my old co-host who like to agree with me on everything. I don't like that. <laughs> I I'm want. You, I trying want you, to be him. I want you to be a bitch. Okay, well, I love this song, even though I don't, and I think that your opinion on it is wonderful, even though it isn't. Okay. Ah, all right, dude. And then we get to the next song, "Don't Give Up." What do you think of this song? Um. Don't give up. I I, I, I I don't remember 
um, putting notes to it, but as far as I'm concerned, it's probably not a good song. <laughs> yeah, it was track number eight after Born for This. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have no idea what happened, but I didn't write notes to it. But I know what happened. You drank a pint of vodka and passed out before the song started. Um, and then woke up at the next song. Probably. <laughs> All right. Don't give up. So you don't even know what I'm going to talk about. The piano sounds like Roy from the E Street Band on it. Another song of hope and a great message, man. Don't give up. I like it. I, In fact, I, I think I kind of remember the song and I'm going to keep my opinion on it. All right. I know, you, know what you know what the next album I want to do? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to know. We haven't done me. we haven't done anything by this fabulous artist. Oh, Bruce Springsteen, Ooh. Born to Run, or Darkness on the Edge of Town, one of those albums. Um, huh. that's that's peculiar. Um, either one of them. Um, I have to listen to it because um, I've heard both, but it's been such a long time that. Yeah, I'll have to. Um, which which one would you prefer? Hmm. I think "Darkness on the Edge of Town." I like to do that one. That's a darker album. Would you believe that there's there's um, I I'm kind of into it because there's without giving more spoilers, I will say there's at least one song that I absolutely love. Right. I would probably like to bring in uh, Eric uh, Jordan on that. I want to see what he thinks of Springsteen. <laughs> um, I like oh. I like him. I like him. He's a sport. He, he agrees with you mostly, though. Fuck. That's that's cool. <laughs> you love that shit. And, and I we, love I love people to agree with me. I know. Then we get to the next song that you picked. Say you will. So here's say you will on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
That would say you will. What would you think of this track? At least this is more convincing that he's a rocker. It's not the best song on the album. West Hollywood's the best song. But Back in the Game is the second best. And this comes in third. And the guitar is great on it. Yeah, Rock and Roll Ride, the title track, is my favorite song on this album. And West yeah. Hollywood is a great song, too. Yeah. But I like Rock and Roll Ride because that fucking bass pumps in your stereo, dude, while you're driving. It's like... And that guitar... mothers and dads and the lawyers. That riff. Oh, hi, Sonny. Um, I know there's... The, 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 the aunts and uncles. Like I'm glad that you like this rock music. Like I said, this ain't no Pink Floyd. This ain't no Bruce Springsteen. This is just fucking good yeah, old. This is just normal fashion rock and roll. Shit. This, this is, is just normal fucking shit. Fuck, dude. This is like shit they would have done in the fifties. This is rock and roll ride. I could see fucking Chuck Berry singing that song, man. Okay. All right, let's get into this song. Say you will. I like that guitar that goes wing 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 wing. It's hard to write down a fucking riff in your head, you know. Uh, killer simple, yeah. killer simple riff to start the song. Some crunch going on with the guitars here, at, and there, and this is a good song and rocking. This is another song to get in the car and fucking drive to, and a kick-ass solo. I love this song. Good pick, Lee. But I like everything, yeah. so it's okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, you like everything. It's not okay for me. Then we get to but. the second song that Jim Peterick, or I can't say his name, wrote with Jack, Rise and Shine. Which you did it, was, it right. You, you you said his name right. The first time I called him Peterick, but it's Peterick? Peterick? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, what do you think of Rise and Shine? The first part of the song is the best thing on the album, but I didn't like the chorus, and I eventually got irritated with it. I could say more about it, but why bother? It's another fucking positive song in here, man. Uh, starts off slow and then you kick. Know, Mr. Positive. You know, Mr. And then the chorus. Then the chorus goes faster. <laughs> I love songs that start off slow, go back to slow, and then back to fast. Pumping the positive shit, you fucking piece of You sound like that fucking cartoon where that guy goes. Where that guy goes. I, I, I didn't want you to hear me. I'm saying it under my breath. Anyway, go, go on. All right, wait till your father gets home, bitch. All right. Okay. The song sounds like fucking... It's another positive rocker, and I love the passion in Jack's voice. So, mercifully for you, we come to the last song. Hey Now, what do you think of this one? Another unoriginal, mediocre song. Next. Oh, that's it. Thank goodness. Well, then you get my opinion on it, so... Buckle uh, up, bitch! Uh, yeah, shit. This song reminds me a little of the Allman Brothers with the acoustic and the organ. Oh, God damn it. Just a little bit. A slow song to end the album that's really good. Jack has always Fuck been one of my favorite shit. songwriters and performers. Check this album out if you're a fan of him or not, and if yeah, you just like good not, music from... It. From top to the, from top to bottom, this is a great album oh, for yeah, me, yeah, not Lee. Fuck. For me, okay. all right. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this. Um, I will say this. 
it was at least listenable in the sense that if you had to do scrub work and you had no choice into the music that you had to hear and someone wanted you to wash all of their walls in their 40-room house and you had to hear this in the background and you had to concentrate on the work you do scrubbing all the walls you'd probably be able to do it it's at least music you can hear when you're scrubbing walls hey I got some good news for you you know what happened this week no dr. fuck added me as a friend oh um well hey um good for you now we could get him back on the podcast and be all ha um, happy friends is it, again is it is it is it was he asking you to curb your tongue on some things or was he just got back with you no it's just i i've been in the rock and metal combat podcast page for a while i comment on his stuff he comments on stuff i post and then he added me as a friend so i didn't try okay. to add him as a friend because i don't want to be facetious to think that we're cool and i i haven't talked shit about him since i talked shit to him personally not on i didn't write it down or say it in video you know because i keep my shit to my to yeah. if i'm mad at somebody now I figure out let's talk to them not give it to the world you know you so. know I'm totally mad at you for every single thing and every single day of the week I want to delete you but then I, I I totally tell my other side of my face that's not me hey Mark is the best friend that you ever had and I want to apologize to myself for thinking that and then so I keep you thinking I I really need him as a friend because he's so wonderful. And then I say, well, fuck, he's not a good friend. I don't want him as a friend. And I say, well, fuck, I want him as a friend. He's a good friend. And then I keep going on and on and on and on. Hmm. I'm kidding. Hey, I, I finally figured out who played on this album. I found it. Oh, boy. All right. it's Okay, flap your gums. All right, because I like who played on it. Uh, drums. On track six and eight, Alan Hurts. Never heard of the guy. But Brian Tishy, I know who Brian Tishy is. He's a fucking phenomenal drummer. He played yeah. drums on tracks one, two, seven, and ten. And Night Ranger Kelly Kigi played drums on three, five, nine, oh. and eleven. Oh, goody. And uh, Joe Hostra played the solos on this album. No oh. wonder the fucking solos were great. You know who Joe Hostra is, right? I'm not sure. He used to be a Night Ranger till he left to go to White Snake. He's now in White Snake with uh, one of my favorite well, guitar I, players, Red Beach. Uh, I do like I, I do like the solos, so I have to look him up. And keyboards Maybe. is Eric Levy. I think he's the keyboardist in uh, Night Ranger now. Uh, oh. Additional okay. keyboards: Matthew uh, Christian, Matthew Colin, tracks nine and eleven. Hmm. And then soloist, solo guitar, Brad Gillis played on track nine. Okay. And then uh, backing vocals was Robin Sander. We already know that. And yeah. then photography of the album was Jason Paul 
Monique Lacroix, and Tommy Shaw took photos. <laughs> oh. He didn't play any out, but he took photos for the album. That's fucking cool. Oh, that's cool. All right, man. So that's our review of uh, Rock and Roll Ride from 2012. Yeah, yeah, go goody. Which is an obscure album. If you're in obscure albums like Lee is, but he doesn't like this obscure album, go check it out. Yeah, yeah. If you like obscure albums that aren't good, go yeah, check it out. Yeah, like the United States of America. Yeah, I know. That's a good album. <laughs> or Fairport Convention. Ah, you fucking asshole, it's Fairport Convention. I know it's Fairport. <laughs> fucking asshole. I like to say point because you get pissed. I, I do get pissed. I, I get pissed when I piss. But you Bon Jovi uh, fans out there. Hey, who hate, shut up. Who hate Bon Jovi, don't don't listen to Lee's opinions because he'd hey, love these days. Why you fucking shut up. <laughs> All right, let's end this bitch. We get to our tracks of the week. You pick, you pick John Eddie's play some Skinner, and you gave me an idea to play some fucking Skinner. So I picked Leonard Skinner's Saturday Night Special. Did you even hear the song? Yes, and I liked it. Would you believe? I didn't even see the connection. That's like doy, but <laughs> that was brilliant of you. Believe it or not. Yeah. So. Even though um, it, it it was well, I don't want to give spoilers. You but, told but, you, you told know. me to play some Skinner, dude. So I, my second track, the second track oh, is oh, fucking oh, Leonard yeah. Skinner Saturday Night Special, man. More, you know what? That's one of my favorite tunes of them. So I can't fault you. All right, and then we get to your track, which is <laughs> another page in the book. Which yeah. rules, as always. And you so, heard it? Yes, I always hear your shit. Thank you, thank you. Everybody listen I, to Lee's shit. If I, you give him a thumbs I down, you actually, suck. The, the, the reason why I picked the John Eddy tune is because I thought that it was a better example of what Jack Blades did. And then my tune, another page in the book, I thought was the closest to what was going on in the album. For me... That's cool, man. I, I picked Leonard Skinner because you told me to play some Skinner. So I played some Skinner. <laughs> well, you, you know what? That That's so insanely genius that I totally <laughs> understand it now. But it's like, at first I thought, I almost thought about messaging you and say, you're picking a song that's way better than everything else on this podcast. Why? <laughs> you know? But, but hey. But, but I was going to um, ended by saying, but more power to you because I love the song, you know? All right, man. So this is over. We're done. We're Fanito and Lee's fucking happy he's done talking about this piece of shit album that I love. So, oh, Lee, God. so Lee, say fucking get the fuck out of here. Goodbye. Good fucking goodbye. Get the hell out of here. Do
about my past Here's a part Where I open up my heart Here's a line Where I tear off my Here's a secret of life 
We'll go out tonight Spread paradise Then the drunk starts to chant Play some Ronnie Van Zandt I whisper I just can't When they say Play some Skinner Play some Petty Play some Seeger Play some Death Who the hell is John Eddy That's what the redneck
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.